welcome to the David Levins Show, where we talk about how to raise your inner game so you can do cool things, do great work, and love your life. I'm David Levin. Do you have a creative outlet in your life, something other than your normal work? I hope so, because having one makes a huge difference in your life. Let me tell you a little story. My son Peter and I were planning to go to the big air show in Oshkosh, Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. If you don't know, the Oshkosh Air Show, it's called Air Venture. It's, I believe it's the biggest air show in the world. I mean, it's huge. It's not even really an air show in the way you normally think of it. It's more like a gigantic convention. I mean, like hundreds of thousands of people over a full week, totally devoted to aviation. It's like the biggest state fair you ever saw, but only for things that fly. It's really too big to get your head around, and you just have to experience it for yourself. It's great if you like airplanes, <laughs> Maybe not so much if you don't. Anyway, I've been to many of these. Peter and I have been at least once before. And knowing how exhausting it can be, I really wanted to have a good system for taking care of ourselves while we're there. Basically, I wanted to use this folding wagon we have to hold all the stuff we'd want with us on the grounds. Stools for sitting and taking a break. There aren't a lot of places to sit there. Umbrellas for shade. There's very little shade. And, you know, the last week of July... It could be hot. Water bottles, snacks, sunscreen, just all the kind of things I wanted to have with us. And I didn't want to carry them in backpacks because that just adds to the load, having to lug all that around on the grounds. So a wagon works great. But when we go there, we have to camp, or at least they call it camping. <laughs> and the show is so big that the camping, which is really just basically tens of thousands of people, and I'm not kidding, all crammed into basically just a huge grass field that's like a mile square. It's insane. Anyway, the camp is about a mile away from the show itself. So the question is, how do you get all that stuff there? And by the way, this is coming to a point, I promise. <laughs> how do you get your stuff there? They have shuttle buses, but those can take a long time. They you know, stop all the time, uh, be pretty frustrating and stuffy. Also, I didn't think we could get all of our stuff, all of our gear on the bus. So I decided the best plan was to take bicycles, to ride to and from the show, and to figure out a way to pull the wagon behind the bike. So now we get to the creative project, how to connect the wagon to the bike, how to attach it in a way that would be solid for the two or three miles to and from the grounds, and easily hooked up as a trailer and unhooked to become the wagon. That's the project. So I thought about a bunch of different options, tried connecting it directly, tying the handle to the bike. That didn't work. Failed right away. Tried strapping the wagon, folded up onto another trailer we have. We have like a burly we had for the kids when they were little, but we don't use it anymore. That didn't work. The wagon was just too big to put in the trailer. Also, I didn't really want to have to bring two trailers just to get the wagon to the show. Not sure we had room for them in the car. Plus, the bike parking area there at the show has hundreds and hundreds of bikes just crammed in there. So I, didn't, I wasn't sure we'd have even room to get the trailer in with the bikes, the second trailer. So anyway, I finally had the brainstorm that maybe I could take the connecting bar from the kids' trailer and come up with some way to use that with the wagon. The bar was designed to fit the bracket on the bike. If I could get the other end to attach to the wagon... That might work. So I messed around with that for a while. 
looked at the structure of the wagon, where can I attach it, thought about a bunch of different ways it might work, and then I saw it. Just click. A couple of pieces of wood, drill a hole for the attachment, stick it in like that, bungee cord to hold it in place. I think it's going to work. So once I could see it, I spent maybe 30 minutes cutting and drilling, putting it all together, fastened it in place, tried it out. It was perfect. <laughs> well, one little thing. Because the original trailer was wide, like for two kids, the bar was bent out to the side to keep the trailer centered. But the way I was using it, the bar attached in the middle of the wagon. So behind the bike, the wagon was basically like a sidecar off to the left. But it ran straight, seemed solid, so I was good to go. I was just tickled by it. And the big thing was, and here's getting closer to the point, the whole process had been a joy. It wasn't just that I had the hitch now and would be able to use it for the show. The problem solving and the creating itself was a total blast. I was just lit up for the whole time I was doing it and for the days that came afterward. So then we get to the show. The system's working great. 10-minute bike ride to the grounds, pop off the bar, pull it around to the show. That's perfect. End of the day, hook it back up, bike back to the campsite. Really just perfect. I'm loving it. I'm thinking I am pretty <laughs> clever. <laughs> but here came the best part. Second day, we're riding into the show, and this guy comes by on his bike. He notices my rig, says, how'd you do that? He stops at the next corner, flags us down, asks if he can take pictures, gets down on his knees, taking close-ups of all the details, saying, God, this is going to be great. He, they go to this other festival every year. He was talking about how it's going to be so helpful for that. He's just super excited about it. And I am feeling sort of like a rock star. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have released four albums of original music, had some success with that, heard some pretty great feedback on my music. That feels great. I have written two books of my own and three with my friend John Miller. We've heard amazing comments over the years about the difference those have made in people's lives. You know, there's nothing like that. But I have never been more tickled than I was when that guy wanted to take pictures of my little improvised wagon hitch. <laughs> I mean, it, was just, it, was, it, was, it lit me up. But even if no one had noticed, there was still just an incredibly uplifting aspect of this in my life. Again, the whole process, identifying the problem, thinking of possible solutions, trying things, experimenting, figuring it out, making it work. There's just nothing more fun and satisfying with that. So that is the main point, finally. If you really want to add incredible energy to your life, have some sort of creative problem-solving outlet. Even if you're creative already, like me, having something that's different from your everyday work is just incredibly fun and exciting and satisfying. Make things, puzzle things out, solve problems. It's just great. I think this is part of why the maker movement has such energy now. This kind of outlet is something we really need and enjoy and to a great extent have lost in our modern lives. As humans, we need to use our imagination and our creativity to feel fully alive. We need to use our hands and stretch our minds. And you could really feel the truth of this when you get the rush that comes from doing it. It's not just fun, it feels right somehow, like it's important. And you just feel more alive. It lights you up.
So I really encourage you to do this if you don't already. And I want to point out that this is quite different from entertainment. This is not sitting in front of the television. It's not even doing fun things, not playing games. This is creative problem solving, figuring things out, making things. Doesn't have to be every day, of course, or even every week. Honestly, I can't remember the last time I did something quite like this. Maybe a few times a year something pops up. Might be just something around the house that needs fixing. Might be making a present for somebody. But every time it does, it is just a blast. <laughs> so that's my suggestion. Find a creative outlet, one that gets you experimenting and playing and working with your mind and your hands. There's just nothing like it. All right, that's it for this week. If you were hearing this somewhere other than my site, come on over, davidlevin.com. Grab the free download there, Three Things You Can Do Right Now to Love Your Work and Life Again. That's a good piece. Plus, it gets you get your name on my newsletter list so I can let you know about new posts and offers when they come out. If you prefer getting these in your podcast player, check out the podcast, The David Levin Show. Search iTunes, Google Play, subscribe there. Would love to have you join me for that. Otherwise, thank you. Keep up the good work. I'll talk to you next time.